the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy, because it feels so I can't stand it, yet I'm in the business of commenting on the most pathological liars in our society, politicians, which uh, leads to a bald spot, some thinning. However, we have an opportunity here to recognize the scam, and this is the main thing. I've got all the tapes of the Burisma, and yes, I know there's new evidence. He has supposedly two uh, recorded tapes of the actual dimwit in diapers calling himself president, the election thief himself. Talking about bribery, Joe Biden and the Burisma King, Yatsen Yok, Yok, whatever their names are, it doesn't matter to me because I've known for decades what politicians are. They're swindlers, car salesmen, worse than car salesmen. I like car salesmen. I just got off the phone with a car salesman. They're those creepy, slimy rats that you know are not legitimate, but keep pretending they are, have the audacity to appear to be experts. That has never summed up the president better than I just did right now. Joe Biden has never achieved anything. And yet in the year 2023, we have the economic plan of America named after this whore who's never made an honest dollar in his life. They didn't build the middle class. They didn't build America. Middle class was built by the middle class. And the unions built the middle class. Now, most of us are middle class, right? Most people who are two generations, three generations are middle class. Some are very small. In fact, 6% are actually in the unions. So what about the other 94%? You see, that's the real scam here. There is an assault by government on people who do not make their money from government. And this is somehow grabbing hold. And to a certain extent, it's only grabbing hold among morons. Because it turns out 80% of Americans are very unhappy with the economy the way it stands. And there's a very good reason for that. The economy, the way it stands, is reminiscent of the year 2009. You see, home sales are at 14-year lows. Inflation is outrageously high. And there's only a small group of people that Joe Biden is benefiting. Those are mainly the people who I call welfare roaches because corporate welfare is just as pervasive as every other kind of welfare. It's a bastardization of principles. But in the grand scheme of things, The quality of life under the Joe Biden illegitimate presidency is only second to 2009. Thanks, David. Yes, our June read on leading economic indicators down seven tenths of one percent. And that means it's down 15 consecutive months, meaning 
Negative month over month change, 15 consecutive months in a row. This morning we had Philly Fed, 11 consecutive negative month over month changes in a row. And down seven tenths is the worst, well, only since March when it was down 1.2. But here's something notable. We haven't had a positive number since February of 22. Now, see, this is when people in radio, normal people in radio say, don't do this. It gets in the weeds. This affects you and your kids. And the moral of the story is every month that Joe Biden has been in office, but two months, all the numbers have been negative because the blip he's referring to was only that a blip, which means that ever since Joe Biden stole the office of the presidency, the quality of life of 94% of Americans has gone down. Now that's 6%. In the mafia and the organized unions and the, that have labor contracts with the government, you're doing great. The other unions, the private unions, they're wallowing just like we are. They're victims of the loss of assets, the loss of their dollar, just like we are. See, that's what's more important. Everybody knew Joe Biden was a crook. If you could read, if you have any idea what the Democrat mafia really is, you knew Joe Biden is a crook, which is why it has no gravitas. It's like shootings in Chicago. What do you expect? Now, for existing home sales for the month of June, let's head east to Diana Olick. Diana? Well, Rick, existing home sales fell 3.3% in June from May to a seasonally adjusted annualized rate of 4.16 million units. That's a deeper dive than the street expected. Sales down nearly 19% year over year. And that is the slowest June sales pace in 14 years. It is all about lack of supply. There. That, that is the lowest since the banking collapse. And as I talk to you, we are on the precipice of another banking collapse. If this was acknowledged, we could maybe put in place some changes. You know, those not based in politics, the way the middle class was really built without the unions. The unions corrupted it. They didn't build anything. But when you talk to politicians and their assets, it's a whole different world. You know, look. Broadly speaking, over the last few years, the president came into office on the heels, you know, at, at the tail end of a pandemic. Uh, you know, obviously, we saw the global impact on inflation that Russia's brutal invasion of Ukraine had. Uh, certainly, the American people felt that, right? Uh, they came through a rough period. And even though we've seen tremendous economic gains across the last couple of years, uh, you know, we record low uh, inflation, record low unemployment matched with rising wages. Uh, we see a lot of signs of resilience in our economy and we're, of course, outpacing the world in terms of our, our economic recovery. We are still going to it's still going to take a minute for Americans to feel the full impact of that. Now, I don't know what chop shop this dimwit got her degree in or her phony education, but what she's very good at is completely fabricating the reality of things. And then there was a part of that that got me. When Russia, the war before between the former Soviets, and that's exactly what Joe Biden was bribed to do, and he's delivering, and we now have the evidence. I wonder if it'll matter. See, because I don't think it does. If somebody is still admitting to supporting any Democrat, they're in on this scam. A bombshell FBI informant file containing a $10 million bribery allegation against President Biden and his son was released Thursday. Mikola Slojevsky, the owner of a natural gas company, Burisma Holdings, told the FBI informant in 2016 while meeting at a coffee shop in Vienna that it cost $5 million to pay one Biden and $5 million to another Biden, according to a redacted FD-1023 form. 
Slochevsky allegedly claimed to have 17 recordings of conversations with the Bidens, two of which involved Joe, as well as many text messages and documents that are understood to be financial records of payments to the Bidens. But we've known this. The FBI has known this. The Secret Service knew it when Joe Biden put together the agreement as a sitting vice president. And, you know, so did the Democrats. The Democrats knew this. The Democrats don't care about any of this. What the Democrats care about is getting in on this mafia. We have a plan that's turning things around pretty quickly. Bidenomics is just another way of saying restore the American dream. The fact that they say it with a straight face is what's funny to me. You named your economic plan off of a D student, barely legal lawyer, slip and fall fraud who hasn't done anything since 1972. And this is somehow going to fix things. And when you realize their plan is to destroy the ordinary common American, the honest payers, the honest working people, and to fund their swindles. And that's where climate change comes in. And I am particularly excited then, based on the the work that we have done together and will continue to do, on the growing partnership we have in innovation, in technology, and our work to address the climate crisis. You do know they have no innovation. They have no technology. Their solar sucks. Their windmills are not only inefficient, they're destroying wildlife. We have five times the amount of whales we thought were killed and other fish, all kinds of life in the ocean dying. And what's, what's the plan of Bidenomics? Today, we announced the first ever offshore wind sail what? in the Gulf of Mexico. All right, let me help him. See, the dementia is kicking in. He can't form words or finish sentences. They have a plan in the Gulf of Mexico to put these phony windmills at the cost of about $4 million. They're $3 million when they're on land. It's another million when they're at sea. Minimum, by the way, to put them in the Gulf of Mexico. And uh, I'm wondering, is this going to screw up my view? Because it better not! Today, we announced the first ever offshore wind sail in the Gulf of Mexico. We're going to the Gulf. I think I'm kidding. <laughs> Ain't seen nothing yet. Yeah, because you're lighting it on fire. You can barely figure out where the stage is. And whenever your speech is over, you can't seem to find your way off. Every time I hear hail to the chief, I turn around and say, where is he? I'm getting used to it, though. Yeah. You know why you say, where is he? Because you didn't win. You stole it. Everybody knows you stole it. And it's about time we start to investigate exactly how you're in this position and why you're allowed to keep it. Because aside from the fact you didn't win, you're a crook. And we've known you're a crook since you were a vice president crook. Convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev. And, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor. And they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to press conference. Said, "No, nah. I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." Every time I hear that, I become more aggravated, because it's not just an example that Joe Biden is a crook, but that Barack Obama was a crook, and the infrastructure around Barack Obama and Joe Biden were all crooks. That infrastructure is what heads up the Department of Justice, the FBI, Homeland Security. Name a bureaucracy. And that is what we're living through. There's another pesky lie. 
He said it again today about the $1.7 trillion. Luckily for him, there's not a Democrat that can read because he's lying and always has been. New numbers now from the Treasury about the deficit. Kayla Tausche has the numbers. Hi, Kayla. Hi, Tyler. Well, Treasury regularly uh, releases statistics about how the government is financing itself. And this month, the Treasury statistics showed that the federal deficit swelled by about 96 percent between March of last year and March of this year. That seems like a lot. In fact, 96 percent is almost 100 percent. And there's no savings. It's swelled, which means it's bigger. So do not be distracted like everybody wants you to be to talk about the government regulating and policing itself. It cannot do it. It is corrupt. That's we've proven that time in and time again. The most important thing is what is happening to your life on a daily basis as this moron pretends to be president. We're just 1.08 million homes for sale at the end of June, down 13.6% year over year. At the current sales pace, that's just a 3.1 month supply. Six months is considered a balanced market between buyer and seller. That's keeping pressure on prices. The median price of a home sold in June, $410,200. That is the second highest price of all time, off less than 1% from last June. But remember, this is a median, so part of that is skewed toward what selling and higher mortgage rates are. What that means is rich people are the only ones that are able to buy and sell now. Joe Biden was bribed to destroy the American economy for the people who are honest working people, the ordinary man, the one he claims to represent the middle class. And what Joe Biden will do, what Joe Biden has done is destroy the quality of life all for but the rich. That's what Democrats do. 312-642-5600. We have to do more than just build back better. We build back, we have to build back better. We have to compete. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. 537. That's the amount of people that have destroyed the quality of life in this country. Those are the elected politicians, including the whistleblower known as Kamala Harris. In the meantime, Some of the Democrats are my favorite because they're not only stupid, which they really are. They're open about their stupidity and they're open about their corruption, mainly when they're from Democrat strongholds like Massachusetts. Here's Catherine Clark, a Harvard graduated, a lawyer. What does she know about the economy? Bidenomics is working, and that is the great news for the American people. And listen, we are recovering from dual... See, this is the part that I find upsetting, because for the American people, that's us. And I can tell you right now, from when I drive the streets, I am looking at thousands of businesses that are gone. Big businesses, small businesses, medium business. Bidenomics is working for the corrupt government mafia. That's how it works. It's going to destroy the quality of life. And if you live in these Democrat strong ghettos, you know it is. Now, what are you going to do about it? You're going to continue to listen to these liars like Catherine Clark, who's good at nothing? Shocks the pandemic and then Russia's invasion of Ukraine. That is going to take time for the American people to be able to trust that what they are seeing is actually happening. And what we are. (laughs) Hey, if they were good at. What they were actually seeing is happening. You wouldn't have a Democrat party because this information about the crack smoking side, this is old news, baby. You're not up on it. But what are the establishment Republicans doing? Well, 
when you talk about establishment Republicans, if it had a poster boy, it would also be from Massachusetts. Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney's on the case. Now, he's known about all of this because he's only been in politics like his daddy. He's a silver spoon trust fund political whore on the Republican side. He must have something important to say. I know he does. Well, as you all know, today is National Hot Dog Day. And uh, perhaps you also know that hot dog is my favorite meat. I love hot dogs. Uh, Now, you'll have to forgive me. My one grandfather was a butcher, and I used to work summers at the Stockyards Meatpacking at the company called Stockyards. And uh, I could be wrong, Macbeth, but is hot dogs a meat? It's really a cornucopia of a bunch of stuff, but I don't actually think it's a meat. In fact, it does, make, it, of meats. it does make sense, though, that Mitt Romney likes it. Because from what I remember when I worked at the stockyards, there's a lot of sphincters in it. I love them in buns. I love them outside of buns. I love them with baked beans. I just like hot dogs. It's the best you know, mess meat there is, without question. So to all of you who, like me, are celebrating a National Hot Dog Day, uh, congratulations to you, and may there be many, many more hot dogs served in our wonderful land. Now, see, you, I never was part of the Magic Underpants Mafia. However, when you put ketchup on a hot dog, you're no longer a man. Go stand in the corner with uh, Rachel Levine. Teresa, Brass Coast. Amen, Sean, on ketchup. He's walking around with ketchup on a hot dog. He's lucky my cousin is dead. God, no. Yes. Hi, Sean. Hi, Macbeth. Um, I just wanted to say, uh, as Theodore Roosevelt said, when they call the roll in the Senate, the senators do not know whether to answer present or not guilty. I like that. So true. It's so ridiculous. It's just pathetic. Dominic, Glendale Heights. Yeah, it's time to get on the phone. Every one of your listeners, get on the phone and start pounding the congressmen and the senators. Oh, easy. Relentlessly. There's a bunch of them that'll hope that. Uh, What I think you should do, though, I I used to call my congressman. I'll never forget. This is how the whole commenting on politics started. When I I bought the house in Elmwood Park, I said, who's the congressman? I found out it was this little smarmy son of a dog named Louis Gutierrez who never paid his own property taxes. I'd call up and he'd have some guy answer the phone. Cello! And I'd say, hey, dummy, what's going on with the property taxes? And he would tell me, where do you live? Elmwood Park. He'd say, ah, Elmwood Park doesn't matter. They hang up the phone on you. So you're going to call your congressman? Now I think we got Chewy, Chewy Garcia, who makes Louis Gutierrez look like a philosopher. Nick in Bridgeport. Nick. Yeah, hey, Sean, great show. Hey, uh, 100% agree on the ketchup on a hot dog. You slap the taste out of somebody if they put oh, that on there. Please. Hey, uh. This is what I think. McCarthy's got to get some backbone in the House of Representatives. The Republicans have got to defund the DOJ, the FBI, the CIA, et cetera, uh, F- whoever, and, and say, you're not getting the money till we get the answers. You're getting down to the uh, who, who, the corrupt uh, Bidens here. You, you're holding back information, and we're, uh, we're, uh, we're going to hold back funds. Nick, How, how's that? I love it, and that's what they should have done a month ago when they wrote them a blank check and massively threw this economic burden on the people 10 times worse than it was prior that was the time they could have done everything nick at that moment he could have said all funding for the federal uh, uh, bureau of incompetence is ceased he could have done it right then he could have defunded the epa he could have de- but that's not the game see that's what we have to understand nick this is a game where they need to buy you they need to buy time and they need to buy complacency that's why the only people in charge of it are the ones who work their way up through the system like in our old neighborhoods. Your only way you're going to get the tap is if you're loyal. And that's what we're really facing here. You're facing a conglomerate of corruption. See, this could have all stopped a month ago, but now we're supposed to pretend that the Republicans want, want to help you. 
And it, my mission here is very simple. The Democrats are what we've always known they are. That's why I don't tolerate them. I don't care about the opinion of people who hate us. If I want it, I'll ask Hakeem Jeffries. I mean, the Republican hearings that have unfolded over the last few days and throughout this entire Congress are a malignant clown show. See, it doesn't matter to a Democrat. We've got the pictures of the crack-smoking bag man. We've got him in whorehouses with underage girls. We've got the records of his not paying taxes, not only not paying taxes, LLCs passed through where they washed the bribery. We've got the guys we bribed who said, yes, I bribed them. It doesn't matter to the Democrats. They're not repulsed. They're titillated. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Don't miss Cigar Night with Dennis Prager, Dan Proft, and Sean Thompson on Thursday, August 24th. Get your tickets today at 560theanswer.com slash cigar. I am looking forward to that. That is so much fun. That Dennis Prager owes me four cigars. Chisler. I'm going to have to turn him upside down to get my cigars out of his pocket. I have to tell you, um, Hakeem Jeffries is a real... In my neighborhood, they call it gaga. Piece of gaga. Dung suffices. But I've never liked the Jeffries family. I remember the lowlife scum Uncle Leonard. Uncle Leonard, he uh, lost his job as a phony baloney teacher because he attacked Jewish people. Did you know that? Yeah, not many people do. Uh, He also has a brother, Hassan. Now, Hakeem and his brother, Hassan, they uh, file themselves as, uh, what are they called, Baptists? I think they're Baptists. But uh, I like to watch him face some questions from time to time that make him uncomfortable. When you're talking to a moron, though, basically all the questions make him uncomfortable. What was your reaction to the nine Democrats who voted against the pro-Israel resolution? Uh, Speaker McCarthy told me yesterday, well, if you look at the nine Democrats there, they've got a real anti-Semitic problem inside their conference, and it seems to be growing with their leadership doing nothing about it. They allow them to continue to say the things they have to quit the U.S. military to Taliban. Say Israel's evil to say only members' relationship with Israel is all about the benchmarks. Yeah, we are not going to be lectured by extreme MAGA Republicans on anti-Semitism, on racism, on bigotry, and on intolerance. Period. Full stop. Are you kidding me? Let's look at their track record and the fact that they continue to stand behind the hater in chief. No, Hakeem. Uh... First of all, what you what you the way you mischaracterize Donald Trump, uh, a former Democrat who gave a campaign office to Jesse Jackson when Jesse Jackson was running for president. About that time, I believe your uncle was slamming Jewish people and was losing his job, if memory serves me correct. But Hakeem, you'll be lectured to by anybody smarter than you, which means everybody, you stupid son of a dog. And what you have there in that little cabal of Marxism, corruption, fascism that you call the Democrat mafia. You have some strange people. You have some open and notorious, not just anti-Semites, but anti-American people. And it got me to thinking, where are these people from? What kind of area elects these idiots? And then, you know, you can't throw too many stones. After all, we're from Chicago. We've got some of the most corrupt, notable, dimwit scumbags in political history. But Minneapolis is a funny place. Really is. Funny place. You got some awful people. You got some awful people in some real stupid parts of New York and all around the country. But Minneapolis... Did something I didn't even know about. I found this to be interesting. 
Muslim leaders are praising a change to a noise ordinance just passed today in Minneapolis. It's like Pavarotti, isn't it? Oh, it's phenomenal. It's like Pavarotti. Wait till you hear this. That's the Adan, or the Muslim call to prayer. Now, current rules limit the volume and the time it can be played. This morning, the Minneapolis City Council approved the change, allowing the call to prayer to be amplified outside on speakers five times a day. You know, like in Iraq, like in Afghanistan, five times a day on loudspeakers throughout the city in Minneapolis, and they raise the noise volume. So at 3.45 in the morning, you're hearing that Ali Ali oxen free. And uh, this is normal? Mosques could broadcast the call as early as 3.30 in the morning and what? as late as 11 at night. Whew. You know what that's called in the real estate business, don't you? Cell signal. They're all over the places, these cell signals. Anywhere there's a Democrat. Rich Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean, how you doing tonight? Fantastic. Sean, you know, can't they end all of this, uh, all these hearings by just getting in this uh, uh, Weiss and uh, Garland to testify and let's see who's, who's telling the truth or not? You want to get Merrick see? Garland to testify? Yeah. Well, well yeah. Why, why would you put a, a fraud, a liar, and a Democrat mafia member on the stand? Did well, they tell the truth? Would... Do they tell the truth ever? No, they don't. Okay. They lie all the time. His but job isn't to gotta... tell the truth. His job is to protect and have a barrier of protection around the infrastructure of corruption that is the Democrat Party. So, I mean, yeah, I love your optimism, you kid. I love it, but it's a little naive. It's a certain naivete there. And um, this information that we have, this is old information, man. How much money did Hunter Biden and his business associates receive from the Ukrainian company Burisma? Uh, Burisma paid to everyone involved $6.5 million. $6.5 million. Burisma also paid Blue Star Strategies and a law firm. Blue Star Strategies. There it is again. The conduit of corruption. The liaison. The bribery. The lobbyist as they formally filed their taxes. But Blue Star seems to be everywhere. And those Blue Star people, they were always around the Clintons and the Obamas. You know what I'd like to see? Let's just get Barack from behind the curtain. Let him get out there in front of things. And at least just just take over. Because I'm getting sick of watching this dimwit in diapers. I want a special welcome to Speaker Emeritus. And she's, oh, she's going to be my speaker her whole life, I think. My whole life. And uh, I want to say Nancy and her... And her there you are, Nan. Well, she's hiding behind that big guy. You know what I mean? Oh, Mike, he couldn't find her in the crowd. He can't get off the stage. It's oh, pathetic. God. It's absolutely pathetic. Get Barack out from his his retreat. Get the one in Hawaii, the Magnum P.I. one. Get him out of there. Hundreds of thousands of dollars bringing the total Brisbane payments to over $7 million. Is, is that correct? That is correct. $7.3 million. Seven. Now, you know, as you peel the layers of onion, you realize Hunter's not the only bag man. Oh, no, 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 no. Where was the ultimate Sacagawea going? I say it was going all the way to Barack and his paymasters. You remember his paymasters. Set up a foundation in Ukraine before Ukraine became independent. There he is, the devil's cousin, George Soros. And it's all the same culture of corruption, but we've known this. 1.3 million. Between 2014 and 2019, this brings the total amount of foreign income streams received to approximately $17 million, correct? That is correct. 
And that was IRS whistleblower Joseph Ziegler revealing to the House Oversight Committee the amount of money Biden took in from foreign entities in 2014 and 15. IRS agent Gary Shapley also told the committee that a Biden appointed U.S. attorney who donated to the Biden campaign, by the way, refused to bring multiple felony charges against Hunter Biden despite their recommendations. This government needs an enema, a complete and utter enema. And you know how you do that? You stop paying for it. So believe it or not, you'll. You're already going to butt up against some of the stops put in the so-called debt ceiling deal. I am imploring people now to understand what's at stake, because the reason we have this bureaucracy of corruption is we paid for it. We paid for it because the representatives we sent, although they got their accents and they're all outraged now, they're in on it. What America needs to understand is that the only political interference at play here is coming from Donald Trump and my Republican colleagues. We are here today. Because Donald Trump is exerting an influence campaign. Uh, joining me now is Louisiana Congressman Mike Johnson. He's and the Marxists that keep mentioning Donald Trump, they always forget one thing. Because their outrage is Donald Trump never needed them except when he had to bribe them. Donald Trump is the only player in this entire play, in this entire theater production, that didn't work his way up through the corrupt mafia of politics. Bob and Oak Lawn. Yeah, you know, it's real interesting. Uh, J.B. Pritzker's twin brother out there, Mr. Righteous himself, we didn't find anything wrong with the 2020 elections. How much did he know? You're going to have to be more specific on your fat slobs. Which one are you referring to? Oh, uh, Bill, Mr. Bill Barr, Mr. Righteous himself. Bill Barr, I believe, worked for the CIA, if memory serves me correct, 1971 to 1977. Yeah, I don't like them, guys. I don't like them. Always lying, never told the truth in his life. Uh, what I do like is uh, is watching the squirm. I really do. I have to say, one of my favorite uh, moments in Congress was yesterday. To a foreign-based amateur online pornography platform. Um, this this is evidence uh, of, of Hunter Biden making sex. Excuse me, this is my time. Making pornography. Should we be displaying this, Mr. Chairman? Oh, Raskin. That's just some good old-fashioned heterosexual sex. What's wrong? It's not the creepy kind where you want to show the third graders? How dare you show me Hunter Biden having sex? What else did he do? It doesn't take a lot of time to get the money from Burisma back and forth and pay off the scumbags. That doesn't take much time at all. Now, this Fox Business exclusive, Hunter Biden and a former Biden aide invested in two Chinese companies with ties to the top levels of the Chinese Communist Party. And you know what? To the Democrats, that's porn, too. They don't want to see that either. Everybody could have seen it. All you have to do is open your eyes. 312-642-5600. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I am saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just... Disgusting, sexist pig, and an absolute disgrace. Thank you. AM560, the answer. So, to watch the dimwit in diapers in Pennsylvania and you realize the destruction of the policies of this mafia in every big city, you see how they destroy. It's the brilliant way to have a controlled demolition of a free society, and that's what we're living through. They're very successful at it. When I say they, I'm talking specifically of the organized Marxist mafia calling themselves Democrats because they have a lot of help from Republicans, which is why I personally think it is time to destroy the Republican Party as it exists and rebuild a completely other one. I don't even want to be called a Republican anymore when I look at the feeble, 
futility of these idiots, these establishment hacks who clearly know what scams are on going on. They all know. Do you mean to tell me you think the Republican congressman for the last 20 years, the senators for that, they don't know what this is? They, I had no idea. Why is, why is Joe Biden, why is all this money going to the most corrupt former Soviet Union country? Why? And how did we get here? Something very interesting happened. Honey Bunny, when I walked in, showed me a clip of somebody who has been, what do they call it, canceled? I believe it's called canceled. Who, uh, I could argue, I didn't know why she was popular when she was popular, but I find her to be a little amusing from time to time. Roseanne Barr. And my argument has always been with Ukraine, when we talk about what's going on there, why wasn't everybody upset when the government was involved in a civil war for eight years? Nobody even talks about the Minsk Accords, why they needed the Minsk Accords, the corruption that was there since the fall of the Soviet Union. That's why I always play the George Soros clip. Always. Because it's very telling, and only we, the people who have an IQ and can read, and are offended by scandal, are put off by this. Set up a foundation in Ukraine before Ukraine became independent of uh, Russia. Now, see, what I want is peace. I want peace and stable pricing. I want the world to get along and have sovereignty of nations. I think it can be achieved, but not when you profit to the tune of trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars. And how do you do that? You propagandize people and you compartmentalize information and you compartmentalize scandal. And it's funny, I didn't know this about Roseanne Barr. Apparently, she's Ukrainian. Did you know that? They're fed bullshit 24-7 over the media. And I'm about to go crazy sitting here on the earphone hearing the stuff you all are saying about the Ukraine. I'm about to have a heart attack, but I'm not even going to go into it. I'm from the Ukraine. The Ukrainian... The Ukrainian, there is a large faction of Nazis. I don't know if you know this, but there's a large amount of Nazis in the Ukraine. Stefan Bandera was a very feared, notable Nazi. This year, on the first of the year, they didn't celebrate New Year's Day. They celebrated Stefan Bandera Day. And they actually killed my whole family. Um, I'm from the Ukraine, and they marched my entire family, grandmothers, Great-grandparents, ten siblings out into the forest and buried them alive in the Ukraine. So I don't understand why everybody's Ukraine. Well, I do understand, and that's also what... The Democrats rewrite history all around the world, not just here. That's what they do on a regular basis. assault in America. He's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other. He's Sean Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. I have to tell you, there is not a better example of American fascism and government supremacy than the reaction by the government during the so-called pandemic COVID. I never saw anything like it. I didn't, I've never even seen an example like that in Europe, in South America. Who had the heaviest hand? And you could throw Australia, you could throw Israel, you could throw some South American countries, but America had the heaviest hand as far as I'm concerned because we're the only country that's built on freedom of the individual. All those other countries are about government supremacy from the get-go, but ours adopted fascism in a very, very unusual, unacceptable way for somebody like me. Also for somebody like my next guest. You see, she doesn't have to do what she's doing. 
She had a very successful Wall Street business executive, an award-winning documentary filmmaker. She had many other interests before this, but this is something she decided to do something about, and she did it in a big way. She is the founder of Health Freedom Defense Fund. Her name is Leslie Manukin. Leslie, thank you for joining me. How are you? I'm fantastic, Sean. How are you? I'm still aggravated. I am really aggravated. (laughs) And I have been since a Republican started to lead with Operation Warp Speed. And I was more interested in how we got to that point. And I certainly wasn't going to stick anything in my arm that was created by a bunch of bureaucrats uh, given immunity from, from the ramifications of bad side effects. And then you start to see the information censored. It's outrageous. And now the CDC admits not including uh, a diagnostic code showing COVID vax as cause in some deaths. So they hid side effects. They actually changed it to side something. I don't even know what the hell it's called. But it used to be side effects. And that was when a doctor gave you something and you had a bad reaction. We actually changed it to side events. I mean, what the hell is going on here, Leslie? Yeah, well, I think they call them adverse events or adverse drug events, ADEs is what they often call them. But listen, Sean, we need to go back to the very beginning because in the spring of 2020, the CDC actually diverged from, I think it was 17 years of protocol with respect to the way that they were telling doctors and coroners to code deaths. Okay. If you had had stage four cancer and then you got the flu. They don't put flu as the cause of death. They put cancer as the cause of death. But when the COVID era um, opened, the, the CDC instructed doctors and coroners to start putting COVID as the primary cause of death, even if someone had had stage four cancer, someone had had strokes, and someone that, had had a heart attack, whatever. They changed it all. And the, and the hospitals went along with it because they were, they were, they were bribed. They were paid to have COVID deaths. It led to massive amounts of money, and that's why they went along with it. In fact, we've got example after example of good people, good doctors, good nurses who had resigned, and yet that information couldn't get out because simultaneously, and the brilliant part of American fascism, is they were able to redact that information, censor information, and penalize companies and people that gave out that information. Is that not true? A hundred percent. In fact, I'm trying to think what that um, specific, there's a, a group, you know, there it's the like organization for state licensing boards of doctors. They literally told doctors that they would have their licenses rescinded. They did all sorts of things like this. They had, you know, um, the media wouldn't report um, what was being uh, found by independent doctors. I know a doctor who was shut down, who tried to speak out and said that he was helping all these patients and this was his protocol. He got a letter from the Federal um, Communications Commission telling him that if he didn't stop, that they would take shut down his business. Like, this is is crazy what happened, right? And then, of course, the media. I mean, in the first decade of the 21st century, the Gates Foundation gave a billion dollars to the media to uh, (laughs) literally train journalists, in air quotes, train them to report properly on the uh, um, any topics that are important to Gates. And, you know, I bet they gave more in the next 10 years, but no one well, has ever reported on it. And I mean, I did detail. They, were, they gave $79 million to Imperial College in Britain. They gave, what is it, $270 million to 
that institute in Washington, at the University of Washington, I forget what it's called, um, International Health Metrics and, and, uh, and Evaluations or Events or something like that. $280 million right before this all happened. Yeah, they bribed them. That's now, exactly what they did. And here's what I love about you, because you're one of the only people that is completely aware of the manipulation and the bastardization of markets and the fact that Bill Gates made billions, not a billion billions he made money on the vaccines he made money on the on the everything from the machines to treat covid from the he made money six ways to tuesday and his philanthropy is nothing more than a tax dodge and i i can't get over the fact that this this scoundrel somehow goes held harmless it's almost like he's pfizer and just gets away with profiteering off of what i call the pandemic, the greatest bioweapon released on mankind but i don't want to get you in trouble you're going to you're not going to get any argument from me on most of that. Here's the thing. Let's go back to 1913. 1913 was one of the worst years in American history. You know what happened in 1913? Yeah, it was the when they founded the Fed. They founded the Fed, but they also passed the 16th Amendment that allowed us to be taxed. Mm -hmm. And guess what? That 16th Amendment provided an exemption for private foundations so they can grow their money wealth free and then use it to subvert our democracy while we are saddled with taxes forever. Yeah, well, I never believed that the uh, Oracle from Omaha was magnanimous. He's a squirrely looking freak, (laughs) and I never trust ugly people, especially when they're billionaires. But what I do love is the fact that you were very successful. In filing lawsuits, in fact, you're who we have to thank for everything from the federal tra- travel masks to all other freedoms that were given back to us after they were taken away. And this is the part I want to focus on, Leslie. Why were so many Americans so quick to give away not just their principles, but the principles of their children, their neighbors? I, I, I still have a hard time getting over that, and yet... I have an entire group of politicians that want to be held harmless for that. Some are even Republicans, right? Lots of them are Republicans. Come on. How many Republicans were fighting back? Only Kemp in Georgia shut down for a little bit and then tried to open up. And Trump fought him. And then DeSantis came after him um, after Kemp. And DeSantis got a ton of grief, too, from from Trump. So, I mean, everybody else, you know, I live in Idaho. Brad Little, our governor, was like fully on the bad wagon. And then he was lining the pockets of his cronies and how they were going to dole out the CARES Act funds. I mean, I, I personally think that this has been a slow slide, right? We have gotten away. So coming back to the not those private foundations, have you ever heard of the Reese Committee hearings or investigations? No. Some of the most important things that have ever happened in American history. In the 1960s, a congressman by the name of Reese conducted hearings to investigate the activities of private foundations. And he appointed an attorney by the name of Norman Dodd, who was of (laughs) impeccable repute and apparently just, you know, Please tell me it's not Chris Dodd's father, is it? (laughs) I don't know. No, 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 I don't think so. All right, go ahead. I I don't think so. So he went and he... He went and he started investigating all of these and he went to the private foundations. You know, we're talking the biggest foundations, Rockefeller and Ford and MacArthur and all these Carnegie. And he actually asked them, he's like, what is your purpose? And you know what they said to him? Literally, they said to him, no, (laughs) to install collectivism in America. You know, this is something that I think a lot of people I I, I'm a junkie on on history and I've been fascinated 
uh, about World War II because I had so many people. I'm, I'm lucky enough to be born in the 60s and so many relatives that fought in World War II, and they were very smart guys. And then you look at what was happening in America and the American oligarchs that were invested with the Nazis, that protected the Nazis. And then you look at, at Madison Square Garden that sold out just, what, eight months before we got into World War II with American Nazis. And you realize the push of the Fabians from the late 1800s to bring that American version of collectivism, fascism, and this oligarchy to, to, to fruition. And here we are in the year 2023, where I could argue it doesn't look like we won much of these wars. Because the philosophy that we went to war with is exactly what's running my country today. And there's no better example of that than the reaction by the American government to COVID. I think a lot can be pried apart if we don't lose our attention span. But that's what America does. Americans don't care about this. I'm still, I'm stuck in Illinois. I had to come back here for some family stuff. So I moved to Florida in the beginning of COVID because I wasn't going to live like that. Just today, I saw a, a relatively young man in a car alone with the windows down and the fracking mask on. This is the willful mind of a slave. And that's the real enemy. We've always had political corruption, but the mindset of an American is what's broken. And my point is that these foundations have used the cover of being private, their tax-free status, um, and the veil of philanthropy to subvert American democracy. They have infiltrated our school system, our um, universities. Um, they have hijacked science, all to their interests. And it's been going on for decades. And so, you know, they say death by a thousand cuts. That's what it is. If someone had attacked us from outside in 1965, Americans would have been like, no way. And they would have united and fought back. But they don't notice it if it's going on very slowly over time in a very pernicious fashion. And so that's what's happened. And I think that 9-11 was a big part of this, which allowed, which basically conditioned people to lay down their rights in service to a little perceived security. And and then they put in the Patriot Act and the PrEP Act and all these other things to facilitate 2020. So by the time we got to 2020, I mean, I've been like screaming from the you know, um, hilltops for 15 years, and people are like, ah, what do I care? I'm not doing anything wrong. And I'm like, because it's not just that you're not doing anything wrong. (laughs) I'm not doing anything wrong, you know? But you're seeing some success, sadly, not in America. You're seeing European politicians that are not only fighting to expose the pharma collusion and corruption and everything from the Wuhan lab itself to to the failed vaccine. You're seeing settlements across the world, everywhere but in America. And I'm wondering, because this is where you thrive, your expertise. You've been challenging it the whole time. Is there a way to break that held harmless immunity that both Big Pharma have and some of the other profiteers of the of the pandemic? I, I just have to say, um, watch this space. <laughs> yeah. I think that there are ways, and I think you have to remember that you know, it was very interesting when we first filed, started filing lawsuits against the COVID mandates. It was the first one we filed was in March of 2021, which is before basically anybody else had filed anything. And nobody would grant an injunction at that point. No one had granted, no courts granted injunctions. When we filed in July, in September, October, it wasn't until December of 2021 that judges, some judges started to go, hmm, what's going on here? Have the cases really been exaggerated? Have the deaths been exaggerated? 
is this shot dangerous? And they started to realize that what was happening was that this supposed public health emergency was being used to destroy all the ideals that Americans hold, hold true. And they started to fight back because they don't want that vision of America for their children and grandchildren. And so I think what's happening is that things are shifting here. Judges are, are human beings just like you and I, and they're much more receptive today than they were six months ago. So we have a huge case against the Los Angeles Unified School District. Oral argument has been scheduled for September 14th in Seattle. We have cases like this that I think are going to seriously move the needle and force the judges to actually update the rulings to codify the protection of bodily autonomy and basic human rights to decide what we put into our bodies. And I think that that we have more of a chance to do that now with all that's come out than we have at any point up until this in the last three or four years. And once we do this, once we rip back the acceptable fascism, that's going to be a big shock in the economy. I'm going to tap into your Wall Street experience because there's another diabolical thing that happened during the pandemic, and that was the government's attempt to imitate the velocity of money. So now we have the data point that over 50% of the PPP money was frauded and stolen. Now we've had the, the welfare rules double uh, on individuals. And simultaneously with that, you have the destruction of the American economy, the manipulation of the Fed, the massive increase in interest rates, more people delinquent. So here's my question. We can only fix this if we can fight off another 2009 collapse. But if a 2009 collapse happens, now the people will go for round three of government bailouts, won't they? So if you go pan back and you look, boy, oh boy, if this was a plan, it really worked according to schedule if we have another collapse. We can only really get to the bottom of the COVID issue if we don't have a financial collapse because what happens in a financial collapse, the people say, just save me, save me, right? I kind of think that actually maybe that's not 100% the case, and here's why. Yeah, I hope so. I think that one of the reasons that they exaggerated COVID so much was precisely because they were on the brink of collapse already, in particular in Europe. Okay? Yeah. They need a collapse. This is what, They need the Great Reset. They need Schwab's reset because Europe has borrowed so much and made so many promises they can never keep. You know, California alone before COVID had nearly, I think it was 760 or $80 billion in unfunded pension liabilities. The U.S. had over $5 trillion. Europe collectively had about $55 trillion. They'll never pay that. They can never honor that. So during they the pandemic, those governments were able to borrow ex- exponentially and make these failed policies, these failed states, these corrupt, bankrupt areas whole because, the, oh, the pandemic. And, you know, it's funny you say that you're talking to a show in Illinois and our, our governor, who looks a lot like a beanbag with a pumpkin on it, took the $200 billion and put it in the general fund and pretends that the state's financially fiscal. So the pandemic was a blessing to these bankrupt, cor- corrupt states and countries, wasn't it? A hundred percent. And so this is my point. Exactly. They used it to shore up the blue states that have been borrowing to infinity with no intention of ever repaying it. Think about what all those politicians say. Oh, we'll give you this and we'll give you that. And they have no intention of ever repaying any of this. They no. can't. In fact, if you look at what the Congressional Budget Office has um, forecast, do you know what the, the, the budget deficit is for this year? Oh, it's got to be. Point, it's got to be trillions. $1.7 trillion. But here's the thing that's shocking, Sean. 
They are forecasting, the Congressional Budget Office is forecasting that that rises to $2.7 trillion yeah. a year in 10 years. <laughs> there is zero effort to bring it in, to rein it well, in. A- so my point is, the crisis was their opportunity to print money, shore up the blue states, and then they will bring in, they will usher in a great reset. They wanted, in oh, my yeah. view, I'm sorry, oh, this I- may be unpopular to say, but I believe they wanted to destroy small and medium-sized businesses because they employ two-thirds of Americans, and they are the ones who allow us to be independent. Oh, God, Leslie. They control the corporations. Bidenomics, so part of this. Bidenomics as, as, as this idiot, this moron, has named an economic scheme after himself. Bidenomics is, in essence, the controlled demolition of free markets and free men. There's no question in my mind. And that's why they're simultaneously jacking up welfare benefits as they destroy and and disincentivize people who were not already rich. And this way you have that European socialism that these demagogues always wanted, and they get to be the lords among men. That's what this is all about. It's the old Fabian socialism plan. And I'm just sick and tired of pretending that he can go on stage and say he, he lowered the deficit by the exact number that the deficit is, this lying bastard. Yeah, well, you're, that's exactly what's happening. And COVID was the greatest cover to make that transition and get Americans to buy into it. Think about it. It destigmatized taking money from the yeah. government. Oh, it's just COVID relief. It's transgendering liberty. Oh, there's another title for your book. Listen, Leslie Manukin, <laughs> I love you for putting up the fight. Where can the people go to check you out and stay in touch with you and yes, see what you're doing? Please, please come to healthfreedomdefense.org. You can... Sign up for our newsletter there. You can become a member for $10 or you can donate to our um, legal pursuits. You know, we can't do this work without your help. So we are super grateful for anybody who wants to. Well, what I love what I love about your modesty is you've been the one who's been funding this. You've been the one who's taken a hit out of your own money. And I want you to know it's worth it because you've made a difference. And I love you for it. Thank you, Leslie, for making yourself available. Thank you, Sean. Great to be with you. You Have a great one. You too. We'll be back with your calls and comments. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. Emergencies. Wars. Chaos. Always the friend to the fascist. That's what you have to be aware of. They're loving this turmoil. That's why they create it. You see every... Every aspect of the problems was created by the politicians who promise they promise they're going to fix it. It's all going to be fine. We have a plan that's turning things around pretty quickly. Binomics is just another way of saying restore the American dream. Now go change your diaper. Dimwit. This moron never did anything in his miserable life except ruin the country. Matt South Bend. Sean. I just, I really want to praise you. I want to say, when are you getting your book out? Because I think with all your history background, and if you reference all these people that have been talking and being on your show, I mean, that would be valuable. I'd like to pass oh. it on to my granddaughter. I'm going to see it in a couple of weeks. Oh, thank you, Matt. Well, you know, I know it's funny. I have, a, I have a couple of guests who I've become friends with and a couple of friends of mine who have been asking me to do that. And, I, you know, it's, listen, I, I, I want to do it, but if I do it, it's got to have a purpose, right? And the purpose that I want to really move forward is the destruction of the duopoly of corruption. So if I write a book, if I talk about writing a book, it's not going to be to strengthen the Republican Party. Because the reason we're here, it's the same reason in Illinois why it's destroyed. It's the corruption of the Republicans. Everybody knew the Democrats are a mafia. But what's the alternative? 
because they don't seem to be doing jack. So maybe that'll be the title of my book. They don't seem to be doing jack. In the meantime, Matt, we'll workshop the title. Thank you very much for the compliment. I appreciate it. Uh, Craig and Mount Greenwood, you got about 30 seconds, kid. Hey, Sean, thanks for taking my call. I'm going to make it real fast. First of all, before I give you my main point, uh, the FBI, that's fascist, Biden, uh, insurrectionist. All three. That's a, that's it. Okay. Now when they now Comer <laughs> is this because Joe Biden and, and and Hoover used to hold hands in the park? Go ahead. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Grassy and Comer. They know now from the uh, whistleblowers that those FBI agents were covering up all the tracks and everything from being reported on that. Uh, what do you call it? Poke a chili for a ten million dollars to buy the, to uh, Joe and his uh, punk kid and everything. It's called a polka chili from the uh, Ukrainian uh, language, which means they would shake, shake down. Oh, take it easy. You said polka chili. I was, it was like whistleblower. I started thinking about the vice president. 312-642-5600. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, in the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. So what has been happening around the world with the reaction to the fascism and the pandemic, the Democrat scum that they are, they willfully were slaves, as the, after all they are now. Um, we have one right now that calls up on a repeated basis, a welfare roach, drunk, screaming, yelling like a moron that he is. That's what they are. But um, what you have is the rest of the world rejecting the explanation of corruption known as the vaccine. I'm going to be looking at terminal events following a particular injection on today's uh, video. Now, I wasn't going to do this, but um, the words of youth came to my mind, um, written by the Nobel laureate himself. And uh, I think it's just necessary to be uh, as upfront about this as possible. And uh, if I don't see you for a while, thank you for watching recently. Now, that's Dr. John Campbell. And the reason that he said, if I don't see you for a while, is because an American company by the name of Google practices censorship all around the world. But I want you to understand, Europeans are pushing back harder against both censorship and big pharma and the corporatist corruption that we still live with in this country, much harder than we are. Let's look at some pictures to start us off, first of all. This is from a composite study of those that are no longer with us after a certain injection. Um, so here we have a patient here. Now, this is the- now the certain injection that he doesn't want to say because he doesn't want to be removed before anybody can download this is the vaccine. This is what happens to your body after the experiment. What was it called? Operation Warp Speed. After it's put into your body, this is what happens. Spike protein that's shown up here in orange. This is in the heart tissue of uh, patients that are sadly no longer with us. And, and we see it there again. And uh, that is the spike protein. And it's got a, a very strong temporal correlation with the injection, as we'll see. And here's another one here. Again, we see the orangey color in the heart muscle where there's not supposed to be any. Now, we know this can occur as a result of COVID. And, and the authors were well aware of this. So this, this patient here had SARS coronavirus too. He was positive and he did have that as well. But of course, the authors knew how to differentiate between spike protein alone and spike protein with other 
um, with other components. Because the government and the CDC and the NIH and the corporatist whores will run cover and say, well, that can also happen from COVID. But the pathologists that have done this study in Europe already understood they would be challenged on that. So they were able to separate COVID with the spike protein, COVID without the spike protein, and just the spike protein. This is simply what happens from the pandemic, from the so-called vaccine, which doesn't look like it saved anybody. In fact, it looks like it killed people. So autopsy, post-mortem, exactly the same thing. Proven uh, COVID vaccine-induced myocarditis. Now, the authors say, do check it out for yourself. Download the PDF. It's all there. COVID-19 vaccines have been linked to myocarditis, which in some circumstances can be. This uh, systematic review aims to investigate potential causal links between COVID-19 vaccines and from myocarditis use. Now, the reason he's talking slow is that in the video, he's underlining the reported solve. And he also has that sense of disgust in his voice, because this is a doctor who believes in the principles of being a doctor, the Hippocratic oath, and he is disgusted, as everybody should be, in particular those people who are in the medical profession. But instead, a lot of them went along with it, because there's big money, trillions of dollars of profit in it. And for that, they turned a blind eye to the fact that there is no vaccine. There is only this failed profiteering policy of corruption that looks to be killing people. Post-mortem or autopsy uh, analysis. I just have to plug my camera in. There we go. Um, He's British. They do everything at a different speed. However, it doesn't take away from the fact. And do you think this will get me kicked off Google? Oh, I already am. I, I wear that like a badge. I love that YouTube said I can't come on because YouTube right here, you lying cohorts of corruption. Now, um, a systematic review. So it's a systematic review of all published autopsies involving COVID-19 vaccine related myocarditis. So by definition of its uh, autopsy, the individual is no longer uh, is no longer with us. See, British, it took them that long to say they're dead. They're dead. Through all the way to July, 3rd of July, 2023. So bang up to date. All, 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 all autopsy studies that included COVID-19 vaccine-induced myocarditis were, po- were, were, were as a possible cause of, uh, were included. Causality in each case was determined by three independent uh, cardiac pathology, uh, people with cardiology and pathology expertise. So three independent reviewers looked at this so of course we have to determine the difference between a a correlation that this adverse event happened after vaccination and the vaccine caused the event and that's the whole point of this study the authors are claiming to have demonstrated clear causality that's what makes this study quite profound so the initial identified quite a lot of studies but after screening the inclusion and exclusion criteria 14 papers, 28 autopsies. The biggest news of the day isn't that the Joe Biden administration is corrupt. We knew that. It isn't that the war profiteering in Ukraine is riddled with money being stolen by Ukrainian oligarchs. We know that. Biggest story of the day is right there. It isn't what's on CNN right now. John Bolton on potential third indictment. Who gives a rip 
what that war profiteering whore is, what he says. This is the biggest news of the day. It would appear by scientists, not in America, in Europe, that they have a causal link between the vaccine and unexplained deaths, which makes them explained. That's the biggest news of the day. 312-642-5600. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. There's always my problem when listening to Bill Gates. I understand he made a lot of money, but man, is he repulsive looking. Creepy, too. Huh? That's who's overthrowing our society, the Fourth Reich. And they're all very freakish looking. The COVID-19 crisis has shown us that our old systems are not fit anymore for the 21st century. Although he looks like a roll-on stick deodorant. I do like my fascism with a Nazi, Nazi twang, don't you? It has it has the fundamental lack of social cohesion, fairness, inclusion, and equality. In short, we need a great reset. I'll tell you what, it's not working out so much in these Democrat sewers, though. Here's Eric Adams. He's here to tell you New York, eh, it's full. We stated several months ago that we have reached full capacity. And that full- Listen, can uh, New York reach full capacity? Is that when the Democrat, like the other idiot who thought Guam would flip over? Remember that? Democrat genius. And you've got about, what, 600,000 people that have moved out of New York? So New York is at full capacity? This is kind of newsworthy. We stated several months ago that we have reached full capacity. And that full (laughs) capacity was verbalized, and now New York is just going to be visually actualized. What? What? These are just words! Hey, moron, they're just streaming words together. That's what Democrats do. Uh, We're going to see how much of our cup has basically runneth over. We have no more room in the city and we need help. Well, now we know how Kamala Harris got to where she is, aside from Willie Brown. But let's go to another Democrat thinker, Cori Bush, who just makes me smile every time I hear a whistle. Despite. What the anti-abortion movement says, abortion, it is not uncommon. Mm-mm. It is not, not complicated. It's not dangerous. Except for the baby. Abortion is dangerous for the baby. But what's actually dangerous, what's really dangerous, is forcing people, especially black women, to give birth. <laughs> Here she is again. My favorite, this is what made her famous. If you think you might commit sexual assault, always carry a whistle. When you find yourself about to commit sexual assault, blow the whistle until someone else stops you. When it comes to Kamala Harris, do you think she had the whistle or Willie Brown? And while they do this, check it out. They push forward revisionist history. Just yesterday in the state of Florida, they decided middle school students will be taught that enslaved people benefited from slavery. They insult us in an attempt to gaslight us, and we will not stand for it. That's not true. That's not happening. And it might just be the interpretation of another Democrat. You know, the one who said New York is full. I mean, after all, you guys are so smart. 312-642-5600. 
312-642-5600. Let's go to KJP. What does she have to say about Illinois? I found this to be riveting as well. So yesterday, Illinois moved to become the first state in the nation to eliminate cash bail. And I wanted to ask you about this specifically because during the 2020 campaign, I know that then-candidate Joe Biden had described cash bail as a modern-day debtor's prison. And so I wondered if you could give us uh, an update. I know we had promised to eliminate it on where efforts stand at a nationwide level. It's a good question. Don't have anything specifically on what, what our efforts are. On- so do you know what that means, right? What happens in Illinois, what happens in New York... That doesn't sell nationwide. That's the best optimism you can have. They're afraid of the Democrat policies that are destroying Illinois and New York. It's a good sign for the rest of the country, not so much for us. I'll be back. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy, because it feels so Timing is everything. Let's squeeze in a call before we go to our guest. Tommy, Blue Island. Hey, how's it going? Good, Tommy. How are you? You know, I'm doing all right. It's disheartening, isn't it, Tommy? Uh, I would say that. Something yeah. like that, you know. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. It's just more and more. But, so, uh, I just wanted to ask you. I mean, I see right through it. All the policies, all the BS. I just want... To ask your opinion, what what's going to have to happen for the rest of Illinois to wake up? What policy is it going to take? Because I've seen it all, and I, I, I just can't understand it anymore. So what's it going to take? What do you think? You know, Tommy, uh, if you're asking me about Illinois, and you're asking me, I don't know how old you are, but I'm guessing you're not very young. If you're looking at through your life in Blue Island and the people you know that accepted this kind of open and notorious corruption that is displayed for decades, for 100 years of the Chicago Democrat Mafia. The answer is nothing, nothing. It's going to take nothing for those, but it can't take for you. And that's what I wanted to take you before my next guest, because it's only within the individual that you fix this problem, Tommy. Thank you for the call. I appreciate it. And uh, that's kind of a nice lead-in for my next guest, because my next guest has a plan for the American citizen. He wrote a book a while ago. He's a retired colonel. His name is John Mills. The book... The nation will follow firsthand experience fighting the deep state and the action plan for the American citizen. I appreciate you joining me, Colonel. How are you? Hey, Sean. Thank you. An honor to be with you tonight. No, it's my honor as I'm looking at your resume because you you really are the warrior that fights for the cowards and that legitimizes unwittingly and, and often to your to your own chagrin. The corruption that is our government. And you've seen it. You've lived it. 33 years. Worked your way up. Saw it firsthand. And ultimately, it does come down to that individual citizen. Because when the system itself is this systemically infected with corruption, all they really need is a sales pitch or the lipstick on a pig of a policy. And you can pretty much sell anybody anything when it comes to the American government. Because it has a credibility it no longer deserves. Would I be accurate in saying that? Yeah, it's uh, especially one of the best indicators is the view of the military, which has plummeted 
for years, for decades, the military was held in such high regard. And the wokeness, which is a, a, a big part of the cancer of uh, globalism, elitism, the, the swamp, the deep state, has totally destroyed the reputation of the of the military. Um, but uh, you know, and and so I was ground zero in the middle of it. You know, and I, when my my book came out, uh, you know, last uh, last uh, you know, October uh, November, uh, you know, I was one of the first. I like to say I was one of the first whistleblowers. I don't mean to uh, sound braggadocious in any way, but I was just one of the first. Everybody said this is an incredible story, but. Where are all the other whistleblowers? I said, just give it time, give it time. Uh, boldness be, uh, breeds boldness. Uh, confidence breeds confidence. Yeah, they were waiting and, for you, you to know, get killed, probably. But the reality is, well, you've seen it from the inside, and that's... How did it get this bad? Because I remember, I think you and I are about the same age. I'm born in 67, aren't you? Uh, 64 for me. Okay. So we were, eight, we're, we're the best, as far as I'm concerned. We saw the country... At the tail end of its best, we saw a nice bright spot with Ronald Reagan. And then we saw simultaneously with him the bastardization of these of these bureaucracies that it should have had at that time integrity, but gave it away through corruption. And I think you and I have a great perspective of what the problem is. And I mean, why why should the American citizen ever give blind respect to any government entity at this point? when we see the systemic failed corruption in it? Well, I mean, today's, uh, uh, excuse me, yesterday's uh, with Shapley and Ziegler and the IRS agent uh, whistleblowers. Now we have dozens of whistleblowers. And I'm very proud of them. And they're, they're going, I was able to uh, retire and get out because it happened right at the very end of my career. I said, okay, I got to get out. I got to fight. These guys are trying to provide for themselves, their families, and they're just taking grievous, punishment for for speaking up and doing the right thing uh, you know this is, this is this is crazy where did it go wrong um well quasi and fume uh u.s congressman from uh, maryland you know and, and what he blurted out yesterday i think spoke volumes about where things are wrong he goes i mean he shouted words to the effect that it's the irs the doj and the fbi that keep democracy in yeah. yeah, I played it on my show yesterday. Wow. Wow. You know, so out, out of the mouth, out of the mouth of babes comes true. So here we go. Quite was saying what, what was in his heart. And uh, this is the problem. This is the attitude. It's an attitude of, of uh, the, the American citizen must be subordinated, must be uh, crushed, and they must conform uh, to what the government is saying. That's absolutely wrong. And it's the inverse of that. The, the American people own uh, the American government. That's the way it is. When I was in the Pentagon, I would, I would, if some, somebody got through on the line somehow and wanted to ask me, I would always try to drop everything I was doing and give them 15 minutes of time, as long as they didn't appear to be a foreign intelligence threat or a crazy person. I tried to give them 15 minutes to answer their, their basic questions. They're, they're paying my salary. Yeah. So where, where did it go, go wrong? I think it was now in book two is coming out this fall. You know, book one, uh, you know, was, was prefaced by Stephen K. Bannon. This, this fall is coming out, War Against the Deep State. The foundations of the mass surveillance system was 2007, 2014. I was part of that. I was part, part of helping create that. At the time, it seemed like a good idea, but it's been weaponized. Yes. And you know what's funny, too, John? People have integrity. Occupations do not. 
I think the problem that Americans have is they give a certain credibility, a certain integrity, a certain respect to occupations, to job titles. And nobody's better at misnaming things than the American government. But when it comes to this specific buffoon, Joe Biden has always been a moron, if I'm kind, an absolute corrupt scallywag, if I can read. Joe Biden, while he was vice president, we have the evidence he was cutting deals of corruption and pay-to-play that would make a Chicago alderman blush. My question to you is this. He's surrounded at the time by Secret Service. Everybody knows that Joe Biden is in Ukraine. Everybody knows that Joe Biden is dealing with Chinese communists. It's like in Chicago. The Chinese communists come, they rub the, the big fat derriere, the Irish Democrat. Next thing you know, they own a building and the politician buys a, a vacation home in Michigan. You know that this is scum. The Chinese Communist Party isn't interested in helping anybody other than their own ideology of government supremacy. Why do we have politicians that are funded by the Chinese Communist Party that have kids that work for oligarchs in in, in the former Soviet Union? And why didn't anybody in the Secret Service say something? Well, okay, uh, I, I wasn't there. I don't know what happened exactly. However, uh, I've been in a lot of international delegations. I've done a lot of travel. I've been a lot, been part of a lot of uh, negotiations. Uh, your Secret Service is not always, even for a vice president, is not always going to be directly in the room with you or directly within earshot of what is being talked about. So that's that's one thing. Um but I do have to make a point of order. We yeah. were totally wrong. We were totally wrong about Biden, and we need to apologize this because we thought it was ten percent for the big guy. We were wrong. It was fifty percent for the big guy. I so mean, I mean, we need to apologize. For you that. know, John. He, he one, I, on one hand, I feel bad that that a guy like you you came on and you said the military doesn't have any credibility in the people, and you're right. But on the other hand, don't they deserve it? When they've allowed these politicians and profiteers of policy like the Biden crime family. And you think about them all. I mean, this is a bipartisan situation. How do we get it back, John? How do we get it back? Because if we keep going that the red team is good and the blue team is bad, I think that's a failed yesteryear philosophy. Don't we need to really bring integrity back by putting handcuffs on the politician versus the citizen? Well, uh, you know, you're you're in uh, one of the one of the worst uh, pits of, of of corruption. You know, okay, which historically there's always to be honest, there's always been issues in Chicago, but it's far worse. It's yeah. Uh, but in in my book, you know, I was ground zero in the initial part of, of the spying on candidate President uh, candidate Trump, and then as it, it morphed into a full blown coup to this day, uh, to this very minute against President Trump. So I was right there, but as I studied and analyzed, my actual concern with elections and election process went because I've, I've had to get, I've given sworn testimony in front of federal court on these these issues here because they the cross-examining attorney will say, you're only concerned about this because Trump lost in 20 in November of 2020. I said, well, that's very interesting. Uh, counselor. Uh, I actually got very involved in 2019 in Virginia because of what I understood to be corruption. I thought I knew, geez, I work at the national security council. I've been all over the world. I've, I've helped run elections in Bosnia, in Iraq. I mean, you know, even, Provided counsel in uh, Taiwan. And I go, I thought I knew American elections. I realized, holy smokes, I don't understand elections. So 
what for 95% of us in the listening audience, yeah, you need to spend 97% of your energy securing your county. That means dominating the seven common centers of governance in all 3,300 county and county equivalents. And that's your county council, that's your election board, that's your school board, your registrar, judges, sheriffs, and prosecutors. Now, there, there can be different titles and there's kind of some different uh, you know, roles and responsibilities, but those are the seven common functions. Uh, now, no, let's take Illinois and Chicago specifically. Obviously, you know, uh, the corruption in Chicago dominates uh, Illinois politics. They don't but- even run. You know, here's the other thing. They don't you know, the Republican Party in Illinois is in, is 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 futile and corrupt itself. But they don't even bother to run them in county, the county of Cook or the city of Chicago. So they're mm-hmm. you know, to me, it's time I moved. I'm, a, I'm here visiting. I moved. I won't live here because, to me, the people have adopted the mindset of, of the mafia. Listen, here's the other thing, too, John. we got to stop pretending it's politics. This is an organized syndicate. This is organized crime, and the people, to a certain extent, like it that way. So that, to me, isn't the answer like the good Republicans who are trapped here. They're not going to change anything because Republicanism, or the word Republican, is a dirty word here. So to me, I think it's time for good people to go to decent states and shore those up and argue against nullification of the federal government. What do you think of that? Okay. Okay. Well, you know, we, we are. Okay. A couple of things here. First of all, I, I, I do have a very specific point about Illinois. Yeah. Um, but you, you, because people will ask me and I, I travel and speak all, all across the country. They'll say, should I stay? Should I go? We're experiencing the greatest internal migration in American history since blacks left the South after the Civil War. And that's the transition of uh, blue to red. And people will say, should I stay? Should I go? And I go, you know what? Yeah, you got you to gotta judge this on a case by case basis. I can't tell you exactly whether to stay or whether to go. I said, you have to go through the factors of your own life and then you have to what is the compelling, correct thing to do? I had a friend who lived in San Francisco, retired Secret Service, uh, you know, senior executive uh, who handled Northern California, had a beautiful home right, right literally across the street from the beautiful Presidio. Uh, but about six years ago, he just he saw the writing on the wall and he says, we're leaving. Because I've I, been asking and I, I have to go to San Francisco for business for years with the U.S. government. Um that's part of I was part of my relationship building with big tech. What could possibly go wrong? That's going to be in book two. <laughs> I love that. Uh, but but uh, but uh, but he finally made the decision. Boy, did he get the timing correct? Because you know he had a beautiful house, beautiful payout from the house, but he got out just in time. Now you're gonna you're gonna take a bath getting out. Um, but you gotta you gotta make this call. But in in Illinois, uh, there's don't you have a county called Madison County in the very south, Madison County? Uh, I believe we it's way south in Illinois, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a wonderful county. I've been out there. You got a yeah. great uh, county chairman. You got a great. Uh, I'm not partisan in this because the, the geo in my own county, I forced out two GOP chairs in a row because they yeah. messed the, the Dems didn't, didn't even say boo to me. It was the Republicans that attacked me after I uh, my my registrar. I helped get her indicted for two felony charges of 2020 election fraud. But, you know, but, but your model in Illinois to retake Illinois is you've got to get the outlying counties to vote in majority in the legislature to outvote 
the outvote uh, uh, Chicago. I mean, we had that for a while in Michigan, and then the Weenie Hut Jr. Uh, Republicans just caved and folded, and now they have a now you got. Uh, Chancellor uh, uh, Chancellor Whitmer, and uh, you know the Dems have now stolen both 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 houses. So because they because you had such weenie hut junior uh, Republicans. You know, you know what else is 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 nauseating? You got five hundred and if you if you add the the the, the president and the and the vice president, you got five hundred thirty seven people that did this to our country in the, in our lifetime, destroyed the principles of Americanism. I love this plan mm-hmm. about you know individuality. But at a certain point, I'm going to ask you, with your knowledge and your national security background and what you know, the life you've lived, have the Chinese Communist Party been successful in subverting the infrastructure of America? Do they, in fact, control uh, the switch for the they're, servers, for the electrical grid and all the rest of it? No, no, they've only won if we if we if we give up and walk away. So, no, they haven't won. Uh, are they have they done a very good job of penetrating in a lot of ways they have. But remember, they're under immense duress at home. He cannot feed 50 percent of his people. He needs yeah. food and he needs it now. Americans don't understand what we mean. You need food. We got we're, we got we got way too much food in America. That's right. One thing we do great in America is produce food. Uh, she needs food and he needs it now. His window and he has, is facing a population decline apocalypse that, you know, it's after 2030, it's too late. It's too late. So he has to make his move quick. He has to make his move, his window uh, for moving. And, and everybody thinks of war with China as being bombs and bullets. No, no. Unrestricted warfare. They want to, they want to defeat us. We're losing 10,000 Americans a month now in this year. That's 120,000 a year. That's almost twice as much as the entire 40 years of combat in Vietnam and the war on terror combined. Yeah, Ladies and gentlemen, if that's not, if that's not, yeah, that's fentanyl. If that's not a compelling story that China is at war with us, I frankly don't know what to say. So it's fentanyl. It's their land acquisition. They read our regulations. You would oh, not believe how much they study our laws. We don't read our own laws. John, why do they fund these politicians? How are these politicians allowed to take the communist money? I mean, not to mention Swalwell with the hooker Fang Fang, the Chinese spy. I think Xi Jinping had a, had a more confusing time figuring out he was heterosexual than he could infiltrate him with a spy. It's outrageous that he's allowed to keep his seat. What exactly do you have to do to get thrown out? Out of politics. Yeah, well, I had an encounter with Fang Fang, uh, as I didn't know. I didn't know Fang Fang was not a thing. Or did no you get your thigh rub? What happened? Uh, no, no. Actually, I was at a uh, Silicon Valley because that was part of my job again, developing the relationship uh, with uh, in Silicon Valley. This was before Fang Fang was a thing. This was like 2015. I think she left the country late 2015. And uh, so I, I'm there with my boss. He's from NSA, and we're at a uh, we're at an event, and it's uh, the happy hour, or the social hour, and we're in a meeting. I mean, we're we're at the event, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm with my boss. And we're t- I'm talking, and I'm, you know, her and I are, are eating. And, uh, drinks and I'm having some Diet Coke. And I look at the door and this, who I believe was Fang Fang, walks in. And as soon as I saw her, her eyes locked on the two of us. And I told my boss, uh, I told her, uh, you know, she was from NSA, striking in a number of ways herself. I said, watch out, boss, here comes trouble. And Fang Fang made a beeline straight for us wow. and immediately started, immediately started engaging us. And I, I could say it was the oldest trick in the book. She had a recording pen in her lapel because she had kind of a, not really a pantsuit 
not a, she looked a lot better in her clothes than a and Hillary did in her pants. <laughs> she, she a, so a, I would look better in those clothes than Hillary did, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, she had, I, I saw the red light on her recording pen. I said, this is the oldest trick in the book here. So she clearly, so she started trying to egg us on with some, some conversation. And I immediately said, oh yeah, I'm going to slam this lady. So I just started, <laughs> you know, really sticking the tour on, you know, you know, she's China product from Amazon. What a waste of time. What a what load of uh, yeah. horse dump. I mean, I, I return almost a 50% of my Amazon purchases. And then, yeah, you're only operating aircraft carrier at the time. Yeah. You stole it from, uh, you, you snuck it out of Russia. Uh, it's, uh, it's really horribly equipped. Yeah. Uh, you only can hold about 20 to 30 aircraft. We can hold 80. Uh, you can only, and you don't yeah. have any catapults carry. It's, it's a way you gotta, I mean, that's nothing but a, going to be nothing but a bullet magnet in a conflict. And, you know, I tell, I thought her head was, I mean, she was like the, uh, uh, yeah. the, the original episode of the, uh, oh my gosh, what's that? What was that movie where the, uh, the devil movie where the, the young girl's head starts spinning around? The, Exorcist. The, yeah. Yeah. I mean, her, her, I mean, I thought her head was going to pop off, you yeah. know, I mean, steam started coming out of her ear. And then she she kind of abruptly walks off. And my boss says, "Who's that old bastard?" Didn't she do the recording thing? She was recording us. And, John, uh, so, John, I uh, think I just named your next book. Don't worry about the Chinese that? military. I'm on my third ring doorbell. What do you think? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Will yeah. you do me a favor yeah, when yeah. the next book comes out? Will you come here and let me know? Because I'd like to help you sell it. Because I love the first book. First book is named "The Nation Will Follow: Firsthand Experiences Fighting the Deep State." and the action plan for the American citizen. He is retired Colonel John Mills. Thank you so much, John, for making yourself available. Will you come on again? Oh, Sean, that's an honor. I want to do everything I can help everybody in Illinois. Oh, I mean, you. excuse me, Illinois. Yeah, that's all right. We're, we have our own people here at say Illinois. We, we forgive you right away. Thank you. Just don't ever put ketchup on a hot dog because then we're fighting, okay? All right. <laughs> you got it. Thank you, you got it, Sean. Thank you very much. We'll be back with your calls and comments. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. You know, when I started the show, I can't believe it's almost over. 312-642-5600. You got about 20 minutes to care to participate in the show. When I started the show, it's been evident to me for years, Democrats are not offended by scandal. Democrats are not offended by corruption. That's the world they swim in. So for us to think there's going to be a silver bullet, whether it's 10 million or 5 million or 100,000 or 900,000 or Communist Party, they're not offended by scandal. They live in it. And to prove my point, late in the show, here we go. Cream Puff Jim. Yeah, hey, Sean. The two whistleblowers, putting two shoes in the other guy, all I can think of was the Al Capone. To my grandma used to call him Al Capone. The Al Capone trail. They should have watched a couple old movies. But now, t- treat- you, have an, you treat- have an opportunity to show all the people that are listening to Chicago, all of the people that think there's hope and all the rest of it. Tell the truth. It wouldn't have mattered what they said. None of it matters. It doesn't. I could have a picture of Hunter Biden banging his sister-in-law with the Ukrainian oligarch, paying him while he's doing it, it wouldn't matter to you, would it? Are you kidding me after this? You, you got running on the GOP? It doesn't it matter. Like there isn't anything. Like a- Smoking crack, 
banging hookers, bribed by the yeah, communists. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter to you, does it? It doesn't matter. Yeah, but the other guy, the other guy gets oh, the pinched. Other, in a, yeah, but the, 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 the other guy pinched. He got pinched in a department just, store on the fifth floor. It, 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 on your fifteenth floor, and fifty years old. It doesn't matter. I mean, just it, say it doesn't you, matter. Were you running? Were you running but that's why. Is room? that why you kissed that old so, man's would ass? You, would, yeah. Would you, would you run into a dressing room? At fifty years old, at any year, oh, two years old. Would you run into a woman's dressing room? Would I run would into you? a woman's dressing room? No, I wouldn't. Run, yeah. you, you, but you would have to believe this E. Jean Carroll who thinks rape is sexy. But aside well, from the uh, Trump uh, thing, uh, yeah, yeah. I just wanted you to stick with the point. It doesn't matter the millions, the corruption, the crack, the Chinese communist. Oh, none of yeah. it matters, does it? Well, it's never getting me. There's only been two parties. They sprung off. And I want to thank you. No, because you, you, you listen. I, even people that don't agree with you, they tend to like you. You're their kind of sloth. I, people like you on the show, but I like it because you just proved my point for me. It doesn't matter. They don't care about the corruption. After all, they know he has dementia. Everybody knows he has dementia. Where's the where's the cut here? Where's the cut? Here we go. I want a special welcome to Speaker Emeritus. And she's oh, she's going to be my speaker her whole life, I think, my whole life. And uh, I want to say Nancy and her. And doesn't matter. Nancy Pelosi, 500 million. Doesn't matter to husband embroiled in one deviant sex scandal after another. None of it matters to the Democrats. This this moment got of a bit of attention. Um, and it's not the only one that is kind of like this that we sometimes see. And I just want to play it for you. Sure. And we brought Israelis and Palestinians together at a political level. And they, uh, and as I uh, affirmed the Prime Minister Netanyahu yesterday, he can't talk. He cannot speak. He doesn't know who he's talking to. He doesn't know if it's Tuesday or July. He's drooling on his chest. Listen to John Kirby. America's commitment to Israel is firm. John, this got a lot of attention. It got picked up in a lot of places. Why is it so hard to understand what, what the president is trying to say there? I think he was very, very clear, Mark. It's a fracking joke, man. It doesn't matter to them. The Chinese Communist Party bribing the Bidens. They know, by the way, they know Joe Biden was a bag man. They know Joe Biden, when he went to Ukraine, he was bribed by the oligarchs to deliver the bailout to Ukraine because Ukraine had been invested in by the likes of Soros and many other oligarchs who bribed the Democrats. They know they just needed an excuse. They know what Joe Biden is, and it doesn't matter because in their mind, a former Democrat by the name of Donald J. Trump, he's worse, and that's all they can talk about. So it's really not about the issues anymore. It's about the corruption. And what's nice to see is that every once in a while, they have to admit they're corrupt, and they step down from their platforms of lies and deceit. Hours ago, the president of Stanford University announced he's resigning next month. It follows an investigation into his scientific scientific research papers and allegations of fraud and misconduct. Because all of their scientific papers are fraud and misconduct, whether it's eco-Nazism, green energy, the pandemic, the vaccine, no matter what it is, it's all a fracking lie and fraud. And they know their base like Cream Puff Jim and all the other admitted mafia members calling themselves Democrats, it doesn't matter what they get caught with. Tom in Blue Island. Hey, Sean Dittos, buddy. Sean, you hit it right on the head, and your boy Marbles there just 
buoyed exactly what you said. It's only corruption and scandal if it can be directed at a Republican. If it's or a conservative, it's a if it's a scumbag Democrat, they love it. Standard operating procedure. They and swim in it. You question us. They swim in it. They're mad. They're not getting a bigger cut. They know what they are. Everybody knows what they are. It's the joke of all jokes. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of american politics and they know he stole it the republicans the media they know 81 million living breathing americans didn't vote for this whore everybody's known what joe biden was since the 80s i've done some dumb things and i'll do dumb things again so ladies and gentlemen i've been dumb of course you are and you're corrupt and you're a whore and you're surrounded by more corrupt whores some of them you give fancy job titles to like ag And let me read you a couple of excerpts that are really striking. Here's one thing they testified to. Anytime we potentially wanted to go down the road of asking questions related to the president, to Joe Biden, it was, that's going to take too much approvals. We can't ask those questions. Here's something else they testified to. Quote, investigators were not allowed to follow up on the WhatsApp messages from Hunter Biden when he suggested that he was sitting next to his father. And here's a third one that's even more damning. Quote, the Justice Department allowed the president's political appointees to weigh in on whether to charge the president's son. I watched the United States Attorney Weiss tell a room full of senior FBI and IRS senior leads that he was not the deciding person on whether charges were filed. That was my red line. That is stunning testimony. And if that testimony is truthful, it means Merrick Garland, Joe Joe Biden's attorney general, committed multiple felonies. He should be impeached and the Department of Justice should appoint a special counsel. Only a country with integrity would get rid of these Democrats. We don't have any integrity anymore. By the way, Merrick Garland, even when he was a lawyer, never made more than $250,000 in his life. Never. He's worth $40 million. How'd that happen? He's the same kind of political whore. They're all the same. Some are fatter than others. 312-642-5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. We don't have a lot of time, man. This is a fast show. Do I want to go with Russia or the scumbag phony scientist who runs Stanford? Boy, that's a tough one. Let's go with the local Democrat scum. We'll save the Russia hypocrisy for tomorrow. Hours ago, the president of Stanford University announced he's resigning next month. It follows an investigation into his scientific scientific research papers and allegations of fraud and misconduct. KTV's Brooks Rose has a deeper look at a newly released investigative report and the fallout. Changes are coming at the top of Stanford University. After seven years at the helm, President Mark Tessier-Levine says he'll resign, despite an independent panel's report. Do you think he's related to Rachel Levine, also known as Rolf, also known as a 65-year-old pot-bellied man pretending to be my ash? Throughout my career, I have focused on the intersection between medical, medical, mental, and behavioral health. And is your ash... Not my ash. Just a big fat ass. You know, I was thinking, 
when uh, we were doing the interview, do you think I should name my boat Hillary Clinton's pantsuit? Do you think the Coast Guard will come if I say Hillary, Clint- Hillary Clinton's pantsuit is taken on water? They're probably just going to say, yeah, I know. Hang up on me. Five-year-old Stanford employee was arrested after prosecutors say she lied about being raped on campus. The Santa- what the hell's going on with Stanford? There's another Stanford employee. They're lying about being raped. They're cooking up science. They're perfect Democrats. Clearing him of research misconduct. Although the report clearly refutes the allegations of fraud and misconduct that were made against me, for the good of the university, I have made the difficult decision to step down as president, effective August 31st. This should make you question every, every scientific so-called claim by colleges and Democrats writ large. What this should do is bring into question of how we got here, beaten with the fascism and the phony science of the mafia whether it's the vaccines, COVID itself, climate change. It's all based on liars and frauds who are bribed by the Democrats. And what happens when you get them in front of Congress? Our Congress will rectify the situation. Did you ever see what happens in Congress when the Democrats are allowed to talk back? Books of social media platforms were violated. Excuse me, Mr. Chairman, but the last questioner got an additional extra minute. I'm at 35 seconds over. Point of order, Mr. Chairman, the Democrat beforehand got an extra minute. Her sentence. Trying to be generous. Finish her sentence. Generous, even when the response is that the government determines the truth. I would like for her to be able to finish her sentence, Mr. Chairman. Then I will yield back. There's our Republican action. Okay, Miss Wiley, you can finish your sentence. Thank you. I'm not sure I remember the sentence, but okay. thank you. Okay. I just think the point I was, it was... I do. Uh, you were saying the government record. should be the arbiter of what's true. please not put That's words action. into the mouth of the witness and let her respond? Boy, it's just like a republic, like a functioning government, only it's not. What is it really? Peter, you broke a lot of this years ago uh, about the Biden family influence peddling, and you've got new information this morning, uh, breaking news on a cell phone that Joe Biden was using. Tell us about that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. What is the line of communications between Hunter Biden and his business partners and Joe Biden when he's vice president of the United States? It's not the government phone. It's not Joe Biden's personal phone. We know from the laptop that Hunter Biden's business paid for a private phone line that Joe Biden used while he was vice president. Not a voter cares. Not a Democrat in America cares. We've had this evidence for years. The FBI has set on the prima facie evidence for three years. They simply don't care. It was from AT&T. It was $300 a month. It was a global phone where you could access somebody anywhere around the world. Uh, We shared that phone number and that account information with people at the House Oversight Committee. My hope is that that they haven't already. They will subpoena those records because I think. House Oversight Committee, they're using this as a campaign generator. Let it sink in. I, who volunteered to inform the U.S. government about potential security breach and about compromising information about a man vying to be the next president, am now being hunted by the very same people whom I informed and may have to live on the run for the rest of my life. Change the accent. That's going to be anybody that pushes back against this government supremacist fascism we pretend is our republic. I'll be back in 21 hours to kick its teeth in again. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.